Uh oh. Wait, we're recording? Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hi. I'm Paul F. Tompkins. I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. I am a comedian. I'm an actress. We are a married couple. This is our pandemical podcast. It's called Stay F. Homkins. And we don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. But talk on this podcast. Well, this is it. We here's what we do. There's we nothing. Don't talk all week long, so we can <laughs> save it up. I mean, sometimes that does happen, just by like the nature of our lives. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Well, it's Friday night, y'all. I got my weekend water. We got our weekend water. Jamie's We're, drinking out of a, a glass from. Well, oh, okay. I want to say, uh, we are. Kinship Goods mm-hmm. in West Virginia, who makes our merch. Our official podcast our merch. Our official podcast merch. If you see others, oh, please don't oh, I'm accept. suing. I'm suing them. I can't wait. I'll see you in court. I'm litigious. I'm litigious. <laughs> <laughs> what if that I'm was litigious. Your, what about your, your catchphrase? Hi, I'm Janie, and I'm litigious. That's like your Real Housewives intro. <laughs> wait, I don't know that show, but okay, fine. I don't know it that well, because it's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. But from what I understand is... From what I understand, oh. there is an intro yeah. where they <laughs> each of them gets a little solo moment where they say, it's me and I do this and you better believe it. <laughs> Wait, what's yours then? I'm Janie. Hi, I'm Janie and I'm litigious. <laughs> but I think it has to be no, phrased I'm throwing like. It to you. No, I know. Okay. But I think it has to be phrased like a, <laughs> a, like a, a cute little soundbite. I thought that was one. <laughs> no? It's a very brief soundbite. Oh, like like there has to be more, you mean? Yeah. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Janie and I'm litigious. Watch out or I'll sue you. Uh, there you go. <laughs> okay, what's yours? I think what they try to do is wordplay. Oh, shit. Where it's like, if you, you may see me at the bar, but I'll see you in court. <laughs> Like that kind okay, of thing. Okay, do, do, okay. Hi, I'm Janie, and I'm litigious. <laughs> Wait, sir. Hi, I'm Janie. Pick up. Hi, I'm Janie. <laughs> yeah, whoever's editing this. By the way, I'm not editing this. Hi, I'm Janie, and I'm litigious. You may see me at the bar with my weekend water, but I'll see you in court with your lawyer. <laughs> That's good. You keep the brand up. Okay, the now you do. Yeah, you do. Now you do you. <laughs> you, what are you? Wait, I don't even know what I am. I didn't. Think. Are you, what are you? You're, You're litigious. Yeah. What, what pairs well with that? Judgmental? Yeah, let's say judgmental. Okay. Okay. Hi, I'm Paul. If I'm looking down my nose at you, it's only because you're beneath me. (laughs) That was really good, actually. Wait, that's your soundbite for our... Yes, for our our reality show spinoff of this show. The Real Homekins of Los Angeles. Can we say, okay, we... First of all, let's, let's... We'll talk about the election... It finally happened. Oh, there was an election? That was going to be your joke. <laughs> that sounds like me. Um, Wait, but, there was an election? <laughs> I was there? there? I thought there was a sale on stickers or something. <laughs> um, 
There was a sale on stickers. Because so everyone the, had those I voted. Coincidentally, stickers. there was a sale on stickers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can wear those all year round. Yeah, why not? Right? Yeah. That's actually funny because it would make people panic. What if they put it what if you put it on your forehead like it was Ash Wednesday? <laughs> what if you did Ash Wednesday <laughs> some other time? Okay, wait, what were you gonna say? Um that this has been such a crazy week, very tense week. Oh yeah. I can't wait to tell them about my Monday night. I'll get I to that. Know. I'll get to that. Keep going. It was sad. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> But we we voted early. Oh, yeah, we did. Janie even dropped off ballots for friends. It's allowed. It's legal, y'all. Don't. D- she's litigious. <laughs> they were signed, sealed, and delivered. <laughs> Our friends Aaron and Krista, who. They went off the call. Like cowards. They fled to Colorado. Yeah, they did. Colorado. The pa- pandemic came down and they were like, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. They're, they're pandemical chickens. See ya, wouldn't want to be ya. They ba, literally ba, said, ba, see ba, you wouldn't want to be ya, then ba, they made ba, chicken ba, noises. Ba, <laughs> what was so funny is they kept waiting for the goddamn mail-in, their goddamn California mail-in, yeah. and it never came, and then they had to request another one, and then they had to FedEx it to me, and Aaron was like, do you know how much that costs? And I was like, $52. And he was like, $47. And I was like, yeah, you overnighted me. Doesn't sound as much as $52. So uh, I guess I'm not that impressed. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> so we voted early. We voted early. And then we're watching the returns. And it's always that thing of they prepare you that it's not they're, they're, they're not going to say like, and the president has decided tonight. Like that's I mean, not the only happen. way that that would happen is if everybody voted for like j- the same person. Yes. Which is not how it works. Right. There's still people that don't vote for the right person. <laughs> Boy, isn't that the truth? <laughs> Let the right one in as the vampire movie <laughs> once told us. <sighs> oh, and they warned us of that red mirage yeah, thing. Absolutely. They've been talking about that for weeks, y'all. And the reason it ain't called the night is because someone else is litigious, not just me. That's <laughs> I think there's someone else that's litigious. <laughs> um yeah, it's not so I think what happens is is that you are told every one of these elections, mm-hmm. you're told it's not gonna be decided tonight. Um, but we're watching the returns. And then, of course, they say we're projecting this state, you know, goes to whatever, even the Senate races and stuff like that. And so once you hear the term projected, it puts in your mind the idea like, oh, we're going to get a result tonight because mm-hmm. they're already they're already talking about projecting things. It's the one day a year we like math nerds <laughs> <laughs> or the one day. A- Except everybody hates math nerds. Nate Silver. <laughs> Oh, don't get me started on that. I have opinions because I have. Opinions. Well, I want to hear them because what's what's so I have opinions. it's so funny to me that I sort of remember Nate Silver when he <laughs> first came to prominence. Was it during the Obama election, the first Obama election? I don't remember his trajectory necessarily, but I know he landed on the map in 2016. There was a time everybody okay. liked him. I like him. There was a time, <laughs> but there was a time that everybody liked him. And everybody said, "Oh, this guy's great." You know, it's math. Blah he blah is. blah. He's smart. Yes, I'm not. I'm not saying he's not. Okay, I'm not saying he's okay. not. I'm just saying they're 
there came a time, I guess after 2016. Well, 2016 was an outlier. Outlier turned on him yeah, they did. so hard. They thought it was his fault. Yeah, and now whenever anybody says anything, whenever he says anything, there's a bunch of people that, that drag are like, him. Shut the fuck up, I Nate. Know, but they follow him rigidly. Here's what's funny, though. Okay, here's the funny thing about Nate Silver. Because I follow him during these elections, whatever. And another thing is, here's what gets uh, gets my goat. Okay. New segment. People. <laughs> here's what gets my goat. It's time for Goat Gets. Janie. <laughs> Gigi's. Um, so people have a problem with the polls. Rightly so, mm-hmm. but what they don't understand is polls can be flawed, fine. They are merely a snapshot. They are not a crystal ball. That's right. Okay, number one. But then the thing that really bugs me is they blame Nate Silver. Yes. For the polls, and he's not even a pollster. No. The guy doesn't even do any polling at all. The only thing that Nate Silver does, he's like a tea leaf reader. It's not the same thing as a pollster. Yes. A pollster is a totally different um, profession. Mm -hmm. And he's just somebody who is very knowledgeable about statistics and stuff like that. So he's able to interpret these things, and he can't interpret things that are flawed, but he he also does weight certain polls like he knows he has certain ratings blah 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 yeah he's he's what's he's like an aggregator mm-hmm. so basically you're shooting the messenger when you yell at him <laughs> right. however i will say this i will say this and there are some criticisms that could be made i don't think they should go after him as a personal human being Oh, over yeah. it? No, they should not. Um, because he's just like a math guy. <laughs> However, they're like so he had this model, he has this model on his website and and it's very visual and it's kind of like colorful and bouncy and you know, very clean and you know, I kinda like it or whatever. Um but the model instilled and here's what's gonna happen, because I already know Nate Silver because I listen to his podcast, he's gonna end up being right. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Not about some of the Senate races, mm. but about like the presidential. Right. You know, because he's been reading these tea leaves now for months mm-hmm. and he has a team of people and they, you know, they like parse it out and they run this model and they have a fucking algorithm and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's only as good as the polls that are taken. So it's not right. their fault if they're wrong or right. But I have a feeling that he's going to end up being right. The only thing that he... That his models are too, they allow for some emotion because right. what happens are the models are like, oh my God, there's no way Trump can win. And he's been saying for weeks now, like there's still a way. Like he's been saying, right. uh, cause he got so yelled at in 2016. It's just that he <laughs> understands how this stuff works differently. I know people are going to be mad at me because I have a, I feel defensive of Nate Silver. They're going to come after me. No, I, I think they're going to come after me. I, maybe some people will. I think that's stupid. But I, I think there's I think there's a lot of people that I have, I have no problem with Nate Silver. I just think it's like a funny thing that all of a sudden everyone they loved him and then they turned on him because and it's he like, didn't he's prepa- not doing because anything. he didn't prepare us for 2016 and he was shocked at 2016 as well. <laughs> right, right, right. But there was always like a 30 percent chance in 2016 that Trump can win, and it just so happened it fell on the 30 versus the 70. Yeah. 
But also there was a lot of shit that happened in 2016. <laughs> I don't want to relitigate this 2016 stuff. Yes. Yeah, so why should we be like everybody else? Well, but there's just so many. There were so many things. There it were was so many things during the during the election night. Election night when we were watching the returns. Ten, this year or 2016? This year. Yeah, it was okay. driving me crazy how many times they were like, as opposed to in 2016, it's like, I don't want to hear that anymore. I know, but stop the, talking about it. But they wanted, that. like, you, they compare it to I who know, what Clinton they want the comparison, but it started, it's, it's like, it started to be just meaningless after a while. And it was just traumatic. Like, stop well, saying traumatic. 2016. Well, it was traumatic. It was. It absolutely was. So, anyway, so anyway, so here we are on election week. <laughs> now, Monday, so Monday night, Okay. Election so night Monday night. Eve. So election night Eve. Of course, there's all this like everyone's trying to calm their anxiety. I, like Paul and I were like, let's just watch a movie. You know, we can't do anything. Whatever. You know. I did my show with Lauren in the early evening. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Was that Monday or Sunday? That was Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Okay. So uh, and so. Um, Score. <laughs> watching, who knows anymore? <laughs> what is today? What is today? What is this year? I don't know. So um so we're watching this movie and um. And in the middle of it, I was stricken with food poisoning. Stricken. Stricken. Like, it... Straight up. Not not only did it hit me in the middle of the... Like, I had dozed off very comfortably and relaxing. What movie was Emma. And I'd seen Emma. Oh, Emma. Yeah, 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 I'd yeah, seen yeah. It anyway. Which I really enjoyed. Yeah, starring, it was good. Starring Queen's Candy. But I'd already seen it being starring Queen's <laughs> But um, and, and Prince Charles from The Crayon. That's right. So anyway, so um, so I was like, like this pain hit me, and I was like, oh, this isn't good. I've eaten something very toxic, and masculinity. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe honestly, maybe my body was reacting to what was getting purged from the White House. <laughs> uh, it was like, I mean, it so a premonition. <laughs> it was like, so I was like, okay, this is gonna have to. <laughs> happen like this is gonna have to get out of me somehow and i'm having chills and sweat at the same time and the pain and nausea like so much nausea like so i like i ghosted on paul like i just like i guess he just thought i was going to go to the bathroom and come back and i but I, what that was not what was happening what was happening was I was going in the other room to assess whether or not I was going to live or die through the night. Meanwhile, I'm obsessing <laughs> over the outfits of Bill Nye. <laughs> like, I literally was like, okay, what's the calculation here? Like, it, it's COVID time. Like, if he has to take me to the ER in the middle of the night, like, that's going to be bad. <laughs> He's been drinking wine. Like, I don't want to get him behind the wheel. Like, I don't know. What's Hospital gonna... party. <laughs> like, how's this going to play out? I didn't even know what ER to go to. Like, that's the right, you know, I don't even know. Do you know what? I'm not to, I don't, don't want to sidetrack you. Remember what you were going to say. That's not something we have investigated since we've lived here, and we've lived here too long. Well, I, but while I, this was all going on for me, I was on this Facebook group with these other SAG actresses. I'm <laughs> in this group, and I'm like, like hypothetically, if I had to go to the ER in the middle of the night, like who takes our insurance in this area? And um, and then everyone's like, honey, like do this, do that, blah blah blah. And then I'm like, Paul, you gotta bring a bucket by the bed <laughs> whatever so he brings a bucket and i just like here's the thing about food poisoning 
And it's the same thing about the 2020 election. My oh like your my food you poisoning. You're tying it up in a bow. <laughs> you don't know which way it's going to go. Mm-hmm. You don't know if it's going to be mercifully swift and you won't be <laughs> dehydrated or if you're going to be, you know, having to be hooked up to an IV and have sam- have, you, have you had to do that before? In in olden days, yeah. For food poisoning, really? Well, for dehydration, for its illness. Because of your world tour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've never been sick enough where you needed an IV in the middle of the night? No, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> First of all, can I just say something yeah, about... Your eyes were so big when you were looking at me. <laughs> Paul, okay. I honestly, I'm not kidding. I think you should be studied for science. <laughs> because I don't understand this constitution that you have. Because you have a constitution that is the opposite of mine. It's true. You you are you have a far more delicate constitution. Now look, this is not to say that Also I'm, we ate the same thing, y'all. We, did, we ate the same we thing. We ate the same fucking thing. And, this and has I any before. minute, any minute. I was he's like, I feel fine. And I was like, Well, I ate an hour before you. You, um, did, you did give me the time. So it's kind of like, like <laughs> it's going to happen. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I was a little like, you know, like it's going to happen any minute. And now I'm making the calculation of like one of us is going to have to sleep in another room because I don't want to jostle the bed and, th- mm. you know, whatever. And so and um and he's like, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. And I kept like texting like, you still feel OK? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm fine or whatever. This has happened so many times. The only yeah. one time. We both got norovirus, oh. and it struck you entirely different. It manifested yes. so differently in your body. That's true. Than That's true. it did in my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm like barfing. Like yeah. I'm like sweat. I'm like pouring sweat. I'm like, <laughs> like it's. Like, I just mostly had a fever. It was yeah. It was you were just really fatigued like and I like was, yeah. I was so tired and I was so like hot and cold and you know I had to lie down under covers and. Uh, it got. I remember when it got really bad, like when I felt it, like where my teeth were chattering. But you, you know? never had and nausea. I was sweating. Never had nausea. Never. never really had nausea. Okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. By the way, I had norovirus on Christmas twice in my life. I know. <laughs> I get norovirus on a plane, like you know. She loves it. Like with peanuts. It's like her duty free. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, anyway, my point is. When Tuesday rolled around and I was mercifully on the mend Mm -hmm. from this bout of poison, I, and then I'm like, "Mm," you know, I'm like thinking, you know, like maybe I have, maybe I was targeted. Maybe, you know, because I did, uh, I did um, defend Navalny on Twitter. (laughs) Defend who? Oh, honey, please. We talked about this. Navalny. I don't remember the name. I'm sorry. Okay. Navalny is... tennis player? No. (laughs) Way more important. He is Putin's opposition. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Now I remember this. He was poisoned and he lived. Yeah. (laughs) And the guy... And because you defended him, you thought Putin was like, oh, we'll see about that. (laughs) 
I was following Navalny. Like, y'all don't even know. Like, I wanted him so bad to be okay. And, um, and so, and then he survived. And that guy going back to Russia. Yeah. That is balls. That's balls. Of steel. How about it? Okay. How about it? All right. I'm just saying, like, did I eat? Was the dinner bad? <laughs> <laughs> you did throw or, up the leftovers, which I had a little twinge of like, well, I would eat. No, that. I made Paul. <laughs> uh, so the next day I came out of the room and I was like, Paul, I, I was like, I need you to dump everything <laughs> we ate last night and I need you to spray down. I made you put all the dishes in the dishwasher and run them immediately. Yeah. And then I made you Sanitize spray down the that. counters. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I put Paul to work, y'all. <laughs> you don't even know. Like, he was bringing me, like, medicine. I was like, I need some Pepto. It's like, I don't even know. If, if uh, it's, it's, it's sickness and health, honey. That's what it's all about. You know, I dated, um, I tell, I mean, you know that I dated, or that I was engaged to that. Um, oh, yes. That malignant <laughs> narcissist. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I ignored all the red flags because I was, I, I had no experience or like i'd never encountered anyone with no empathy like i didn't understand and he was good at um mirroring this like empathy and stuff like that and early in our relationship and i'll never forget this and this was like a huge red flag but i like i turned it around in my mind which might be how like maybe i'll get radicalized by q (laughs) like you know know. (laughs) like but um I I I got like a norovirus or something like early uh and I got really sick and mm. we were supposed to we were like m- like moving apartments mm-hmm. um so it wasn't that early like we were, I think we were moving in together and and it, we were supposed to spend the night at friends and I I was like I got to stay at a hotel because I need like a I can't sleep on a couch like I'm I was like barfing yeah. and like I probably needed to go to the hospital and I felt like total coldness from him. And I always like appreciate, like when you're so like kind to me when I'm sick, like I take, like I feel it in my, in my body. Like I feel it like a relief. Is that weird? No. What was he like? Like, was he like going through the motions like of like, I have to pretend to, no, this, I have to pretend to care about this person. No, he, he, like it was just like robotic, like kind of like I'd be like, I think I need an ice chip. <laughs> this is me. This is me like, I think I need an ice chip or can you go to the vending machine and get a Coke? And he'd be like, you know, like just like a blankness of the experience I was having. And in my mind, I justified it as like. But I mean, I'm sorry. How would he react? That's, like, Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say is like the reaction was. Lacking in care, but he was there by my side. Well, I'm asking you to describe it. Like he would, would would he just say, oh, okay, and then go get it for you? But it seemed like he had to think about it. Well, this is so long ago, but like, I think it would be like, it was less that he would, he would do it. Mm -hmm. He would do it and not have to think about it. But I felt like when I was lying on the cold tile of the <laughs> bathroom, like, and he was looking down at me, there was a lack of like, um, 
Like if you were to see like a sick animal yeah. on the ground, mm-hmm. you your impulse might be to be like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. But th- but his impulse was like, I bet like, you know, can I have an ice chip? And he'd be like, he would just go get it. But there was no like he was there, and so the actions spoke like this person was being a support. Right. To He's me. technically doing the things that meet these requirements. Yes, but my brain... So then my brain would then override the lack of... Because, like, people have micro-expressions that you can pick up on yeah. and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And so my brain would automatically override the fact that um, it didn't feel right. Yeah, it didn't feel natural. It didn't feel natural. Yeah. And I knew he was very intellectual, and so... You know, you can. You thought he's like a Mr. Spock or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. someone who's intellectual, you can just be like, oh, well, they're just like, they're just. Yeah, like, he puts a sweater on backwards. Yeah, it's like whatever, yeah. you know. But the, but the, like, but then like, you know, at the end of the Usual Suspects, <laughs> <laughs> when you look up here and you looked over yeah, there, yeah, and you yeah. looked over there, and he was like Kaiser Sose or yeah. whatever. Like the like after the relationship was over, like all of those moments. That would be separated in between by normal human behavior, mm-hmm. be like came sharply into focus, and then the trauma of the narcissism abuse, yeah, manifested, and it's fine, and I healed, and don't no one has to do anything about this, okay? Because <laughs> there's so much distance. I'm just saying, like, what I I guess what I was trying to tell you is this: like, I have a certain yes, in sickness and in health. Thank you for taking care of me. But on the other hand, it means a lot to me because I also know the dark side of yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And you're just saying like, yeah, no, like, yeah, you can bring a bucket to the side of the bed. Like, that's no big deal for you. <laughs> like, it's not, and it's not, and it shouldn't be, and we're people, and we have to be kind to each other. But my point is... Um, Sometimes in those moments, I ha- it triggers a memory from many, many years sure. ago. Like, I, it's a horrible <laughs> lesson. I get that. Anyway, back to this week. Okay? Because, what? There was an election. It's so... So the election yeah. happened. I, I was so fucking tired. Well, first of all... I was I had to drink a soda like a sugar soda on the day. That's right. Because I was like I was just like I'm sick and I want a fucking. And we had in our fridge a cheer wine that Rhea Butcher had brought over. I guess to watch a baseball game at some point. We brought it over like I want to say over a year ago. I I bet. But she brought. I think it was more than a year ago. They brought it. They brought over. I, I think it was more than a year ago because. No, it was. You think it was? I think it was a while. They brought. Like a, a sort of assortment of drinks. There were a couple cheer wines. There were a couple <laughs> liquid deaths that canned water. I know, there were like but a few different things. I want to say that was a year ago, but I feel like it was longer. I don't know. I can't judge time anymore. All I know is that um, that last cheer wine was in there, and I was like, "I'm fucking drinking that yeah. cheer wine," and right. I drank it, and it was goddamn. <laughs> What's that stuff called? Mecca m- money, mana, 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 mana from heaven. Thank Mecca you. money. <laughs> <laughs> and Lord, please rain down the Mecca money on us, on your people. <laughs> Let us know. Oh, that lady doing the the power prayer for Trump. 
I didn't watch all she's of like it. She's like the spiritual advisor of the White House. Oh, she's losing her mind. Oh, it's so. Here's what it's so great. Wait, because, what about the prayer ladies at the? Oh yeah. Okay, okay. Go, so keep, first, keep going. First, the spiritual advisor. I forget her name. Paula something. Am I wrong? Isn't it Paula something? Something like that. She's some blonde reverend huckster. Yes. Yeah, and she's. Oh, I think like she's a, mentioned in um, Michael Cohen's book. Oh, good. Because Michael Cohen talked about the envel- evangel- evangelicals. Evangelicals. <laughs> I could never join that club because I can't say it. <laughs> and they make you say it every meeting. <laughs> Who are we? You have to do a big cheer. They like came in um, and Trump like pretended to pray with them or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and he like described there's a whole scene in his there's book a, about and I think it's her. All lead it, laying hands it's on her, him. But I think that's yeah, the I've, lady. No, it definitely is. It definitely is. And she's doing this, you know, an abundance of rain. <laughs> she's doing this crazy thing. You think her glasses are going to slide off her nose? They never do. Oh yeah, you posted it cuz that guy, guy walking, walking behind back and her. forth <laughs> behind her like reading a bible. It's it's hilarious. It's a mess. There's a great remix that somebody made that Tony Newsom sent me and that I uh, reposted. Um, it's 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 all it's all bananas. Everything is ridiculous. I and but then, 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 there, then there were the women. Group. Was that in uh, I in Arizona? See. Yes, I think it was in Arizona. They were outside the Maricopa County or something like that count where they were counting stuff, and they were like kneeling down in their MAGA gear. And like praying or whatever, yeah. and I sent it to some friends, and Jeannie was like, "Same girl, same," <laughs> because like we were like, "Yeah," because they were praying for truth and justice to prevail. That's what it was: yeah. truth and justice to prevail. And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, y'all yeah. are." Yeah, no, doy. So the mess of so I find this election satisfying on a couple. Did we talk about Nate Silver? We did, right? Yes, we did. Uh, just sort of like, um, well, he had predicted, and here's where he was wrong. He thought it was going to be that like fucking idiot. Well, Florida was off. Here's the right. problem: people are like, "How can the Florida polls be so off?" And I have two words for y'all. Mm-hmm. Two. Okay. Voter suppression. Mm-hmm. Something like. However many thousand, 150,000, something, 200,000 ballots left in the... 521,600 <laughs> ballots. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we. you think you know the number of Florida, and you don't. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So, yeah, it was off. Also, it was a long shot, because it's fucking Florida. Yeah. It's fucking Florida. And my recommendation at the end of the episode is going to be related to all this oh i know what it's gonna be um, but like uh um so the hope was because florida can count <clears throat> florida's different in some in these other battlegrounds that they, they are allowed to start counting way ahead of the day right so so the so the tally is not suspenseful you know what i mean saying right whereas pennsylvania <laughs> They all were suspenseful. Hear me now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you should go to Florida. You should count some ballots. Jar Jar. Oh, it's Jar Jar? Yeah, Jar Jar. Oh, wouldn't it be cute if they had a baby Jar Jar? Oh, fuck. Yes, it would. Maybe Shit. they do. I haven't seen season two of The Mandalorian. Is out. Ba- I haven't watched it baby yet. Baby Yoda 
like how many other babies and there's should baby, be a whole universe. Baby Chewbacca, of well, because remember baby Muppets. <laughs> Muppet babies. Oh, Muppet babies. <laughs> yeah. That was a little after my time, Muppet Babies. It wasn't part of my deal, but I I mean, I respected it, you know? I'm Nothing but respect. <laughs> N- mad respect for my, Muppet Babies. So Nate, Nate said, he, you know, he was like, it's going to be decisive on the night. Mm-hmm. He's the only one because most of the most of the journalists said Red Mirage. Right. That's what they said. Red Mirage. <laughs> we hear sirens. Y'all hear, them, y'all hear them sirens? <laughs> Someone's getting up into the trouble. Oh, someone's going to get this trouble in the podcast. <laughs> so, so he was like, and I think he was sort of thinking like Florida might, I don't know what he was thinking, but like, here's, <laughs> I will say this. If Florida had gone blue Tuesday night, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be sitting here where we are. No, we'd be dead. Because <laughs> of that suicide pact we made. That's right. About <laughs> yeah, that's if, right. if Florida went blue. We did that to keep us together because it's such a weird possibility. Like, of course, that'll never happen. <laughs> anyway. What a weird pact. None of this stuff that's happening right now is out of the norm of what happens no. in counting but ballots and no. making it right. Making exactly. sure. That, and the only reason they're not calling these certain states on the on the news is the litigious Cheeto in chief. <laughs> y'all, I, y'all don't know this. <laughs> y'all don't know this. But People would give Janie credit for making that up. The, she was the first one like, to say it. I do this all the time. I call him <laughs> as a joke. It's like a joke for Paul. It's meta, guys. It's like, it's Where ironic. I pretend like I'm saying something really funny, like, like, you're, like your boomer uncle. Yeah. And I'm like... He's the Cheeto in chief because like whenever like one of your boomer relatives goes off on a tangent on social media, it always involves the Cheeto in chief. (laughs) The Cheeto in chief said this and and they think that they're like doing like a whole zinger. I mean, they think it's like and I'm fine with it. Sure. (laughs) Let me say this, too. I think it's unfair to Cheetos. I think circus peanut would have been a better. Every once in a while, you see that. I think that would have been but a better the thing. Ch- and the ch, you got the alliteration. Of course, you and cheese. The alliteration. The alliteration. 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 Hey, you gotta have a sit out. Have some alliteration. <laughs> um, and also, when when people say Mitch McConnell looks like a turtle, I, here's the thing. You know, I love turtles. This <laughs> here, is not, here this it is comes. Not a secret. Here it comes, y'all. Here and I've comes. I've <laughs> said this online, and I'll say it here. I, if I post a picture of a turtle. Don't ruin it <laughs> by making some Mitch McConnell comment. Also, can I just say this? Do turtles have purple hands? <laughs> they sure don't. Because they don't. They sure don't. Because they don't. They don't. We still don't know what happened. Like, I guess he fell. Honey. We never got the full story. No, I, oh, wait. You said that like, <laughs> like I was being so naive. Honey. Okay. So I have a friend who works on a. Network medical drama. <laughs> uh-huh. And apparently, I've got some inside scoop. Why have you not shared this with me? I guess because... You thought I couldn't handle it? <laughs> I, there I was, tried to shield you from this world. <laughs> I guess because I just thought there was like a, le- like, uh, like a lot. I don't know. Sometimes I'm having these conversations... 
on my devices and it feels like I've shared it with you, I, but I haven't. I know exactly what you mean. You know? Yeah. Because it's like played out so vividly in my imagination. Anyway, um, so the consulting doctor on this network medical procedural um, apparently said it's like a sign of liver disease. Oh, wow. Right? There were Band-Aids involved, but could that have been from IVs or something? Sure. I mean, sure. Wow. I don't know. But he also had also, like by a the way, up lip or something, didn't he? Wait, I don't remember that. I thought so. I can't remember. All I know is I tried to Google like purple hands. Purple hands. Purple hands. Also, was it one or two hands? I think it was just the one. That's a good question. I feel like purple both of Purple hand. <laughs> purple hand. I feel like both of his hands were messed up. Purple <laughs> hands. Purple <laughs> hands. I don't want to leave the White House. What if, imagine Mitch McConnell saying purple. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's really good at karaoke? We don't know. I never meant to call you horror. I never to cause you any pain. <laughs> they, All I want to do is see you dancing <laughs> in the purple ring. The American people. <laughs> but sing it there. Touch if you will, my stomach. <laughs> Just sing it. Feel how it trembles inside. Sing it. No, I can't. I don't know. What if he has a beautiful singing voice? That's what I'm saying. If he's what like if a Jim like, Neighbors. What if when he goes home to Kentucky? Now, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to sing Purple Rain. <laughs> I never meant to call you any sorrow. <laughs> that honestly, you know, he should just resign and like do that. Then like put out the album because maybe, he, maybe Mitch McConnell wanted to be a singer. <laughs> what if he? Okay, we got to take a break. By the way, oh shit! We've oh wait, <laughs> also got to pee, but also because we have our sponsors. Yes, we, we have, have we have a couple sponsors this week. Green Chef and Usual Wines. Green Chef and Usual Wines. Who gets in there first? Hey, Let's please see. enjoy a please enjoy a word <laughs> from our sponsors. <laughs> we are happy once again to be sponsored by Usual Wines. Thank you, Usual. Usual Wines are terrific. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces. That is a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine, so no more pouring wine down the sink when you don't want to finish the bottle. Because of the single-serve format and bottle design, Usual is always fresh. No more flat, bubbly, or stale rosé. And the wines are low-carb and have zero grams of sugar. But, Paul, don't grapes contain sugar? Well, to clarify... All usual wines are produced using natural, sustainable grapes harvested every fall. These grapes are picked at optimal ripeness to ensure all sugar will be fermented completely until the wines are dry with no residual sugar. All that is left over is delicious, clean wine. The process of fermentation happens when natural yeasts eat the naturally occurring sugar in the grapes. In goes sugar, out comes alcohol. Some winemakers will purposefully end fermentation early to keep a little sugar in the wine. Usual wines are fermented until no more sugars are in the wine. This ensures the wines are as dry as possible and lower in calories. So, it's good and it's lower in calories. This is a win-win. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white called Brut. We've tried them all. They're all delicious. And I think the bottles actually look pretty cool. And Usual has a special holiday product. Coming early this month, Usual Reserve, an ultra-premium limited edition Mount Viter Cabernet Sauvignon. Introducing Usual Reserve. This is our most special wine yet. 
usual says, just in time for the holidays, hailing from one of the most celebrated plots of land in all of Napa, this Cabernet Sauvignon is concentrated and rich with just enough grip. Gift it to someone special or keep it all for yourself. The holidays, as usual. Go to usualwines.com and use our discount code STAYFHOMKINS for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. That is usualwines.com. Discount code STAYFHOMKINS for $8 off your first order. This app is sponsored by Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. With a variety of meal kits including vegan, vegetarian, paleo, and keto. Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of its direct carbon emissions and plastic packaging in every box, offering contactless delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking. Recipes include pre-made measured sauces, dressings, and spices so you can get more flavor in less time. I cook a lot, and a lot of the mental labor is coming up with a menu. What's great about Green Chef is they send you a box with all of that creative work already done for you and everything portioned out and ready to cook. So if you like to cook, it's actually quite pleasurable to use Green Chef. Also, now that Green Chef is owned by HelloFresh, they offer a wider array of meal plans to choose from. We've tried both Green Chef and HelloFresh, and we love it. Visit greenchef.com slash homekins90. Use code homekins90 to get $90 off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash homekins90 with code homekins90 for $90 off plus free shipping. Never meant to cause you in a trouble. I never meant to cause you any sorrow. <laughs> I never meant to cause you any pain or the pain of the American people. Wait, remember his weird laugh? His like, huh, oh, oh, I don't. Oh. Remember, like, mid, he was, like, familiar. laughing. There was, like, something kind of recently where he was talking about something very callous and, he, like, people dying of coronavirus or something. And he was like, oh, 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 oh. About how he was going to subvert justice. <laughs> and it's hilarious. He was going to what? Sub- subvert justice. I don't what remember. What a great guy. This is before the election. Anyway, he seems like an immortal monster uh, <laughs> we are all cursed to deal with. Here's the thing. It's like, everyone's like, I can't believe you can't vote him out. And I'm like... I think the problem is that you have this state that has the most powerful. I mean, I would argue he's more powerful than Trump. Yeah, of course. I mean, he's like. He's the one. He's the one. He's the one. For sure. For sure. And I I get that if you are, if that's your guy. And he has all that power. Of course, you're going to do I everything to keep him installed. I think it's very difficult to overthrow. And listen, I was one of the people that wanted to believe, oh, man, if we just threw a ton of money into Kentucky, maybe it would happen. And then we now know that that's but not he, going to do here's, it. Here's the reality. And if you're talking money, mm-hmm. he's worth more money. And I'm not talking about his net worth. I'm talking about his worth to Kentucky. Yeah. Of is course. worth is worth so much higher than any freshman Absolutely. senator. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so you have to be way more strategic about how you're going to take these House and Senate seats and stuff like that. Yes. You can't just be like, I mean, because I mean, 
there were viable candidates, you know, strong candidates. There was that progressive candidate, and then there Charles was, Booker, yeah, and then there was that, you know, sort of moderate uh, draft, uh, yeah. veteran. I mean, but on paper, come on, I mean, for yeah, white, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and racism and uh, but, exists there so bad. And but look, the point is, yeah, I'm listening. Don't ruin turtles by saying that looks like Mitch O'Connell. Mitch McConnell. Well, I'm just saying, everyone's like, I can't believe you can't get rid of this and that. And I'm like, zoom out. That's my point. Zoom out, everybody. Stop leaning in and start zooming out. <laughs> because power is so intoxicating. Oh, I love it. And it's worth so much, mm. you know. And the Cheeto and <laughs> <laughs> The Cheeto in Chief has lost <laughs> his power. Okay, y'all. He's lost it. And and just today, hearing stories of Republican lawmakers not returning his calls. It's so funny. And he is reportedly going to be dragged out, kicking and screaming. His (laughs) words, not mine. His words, not mine. And I'm just saying... You know, power, I guess, can be corrupt. It can corrupt you. I guess it can. I guess it can make you. You know the old saying that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. It can make you lie. It can make you incite violence, but only if you're weak. (laughs) If you are strong, you don't do that shit. Well, yeah, yes and no. I mean, it's like, like we said before, we talked about before how nobody would, nobody gets out of the White House without blood on their hands, you know, like it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's just, but it's a weird thing to want power in the first place, you know? Right. Like, it's one thing to say, it's one thing to say, like, I want control over myself, my own destiny. I want to, I want to. I want to live a life where I can do what I choose to do mm-hmm. and not constantly be under the thumb of someone else or uh, under the gun of time. Uh, Are I you just... asking me for a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> um, fine. <laughs> you don't have to pick up your socks. <laughs> okay. I... Little window into our world, guys. <laughs> I leave my socks all over the place. Message received. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Could be worse. You could be married to the Cheeto in chief. (laughs) The Cheeto in chief. All right. You're just saying like people who want power and why, like what motivates them. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Like even people you like that are, that are politicians. It's like, why? That's a strange thing. I like that Katie Porter. I want Gavin. I do like Katie Porter. I want Gavin Newsom to tap her. For ass. <laughs> I ship it. Look, I ship it. God. If you guys read my Katie Porter Gavin Newsom slash fic. What is Kamala's empty seat? I wonder what Kamala's empty seat. God. How dare you? How dare you? Oh my god, Gavin Newsom used to be married to that psycho bitch. This is fucking weird. What's her name? I, Lori something. I can't or remember other? her name right now. Gilfoyle. Don, Don, yeah, Kimberly Gilfoyle. Don Jr.'s uh I feel sad about her girlfriend. though, and I'll tell you why. I have a thing where really beautiful women <laughs> like 
when you see pictures of them before their plastic surgery mm-hmm. compared to them after their massive copious amounts yeah. of pla- like i instinctively feel like oh someone someone hurt you have a wound yeah <laughs> you know well especially when they're young like she's not She's not like an elderly lady. I, you know what I mean? Okay, so y'all need to like Google Google Kimberly Guilfoyle. Here's your assignment. Because <laughs> like she was like Angelina. Jo- I mean, like she was gorgeous. She was lovely. And listen, you're going to have to Google it because I will not put her picture on the Instagram. <laughs> oh, that's right. We do our reference <laughs> photos. You won't put the early, the sweet, the sweet version. No, I don't want her on there. Um, I'm just saying like it's like. Something is something going on there. Mm-hmm. There's something going on there. Yeah. Like in terms of like layers of psychological trauma or something. Yeah. Because why would you do that to your... Well, I mean, anyway, people do it in Hollywood. It's like a thing. People do it everywhere. People do it everywhere. People do it everywhere. People do it everywhere. Look, I might do it. I'm not... What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like... Fine, like let your freak flag fly, do what you want. But on the other hand, you've talked about getting that eye thing done. I'm gonna when you're older. Yeah. Well, no, like I want to do it next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad had to do it because, um, and insurance covered it because, um, when your skin, your eye skin droops down and you can't see through the flaps, through the curtains of your fucking eyes, <laughs> your eye curtains, your eye skin curtains. Like, like literally like, like insurance will cover it. And here's my thing is like, it's happening. It's happening to me. It's just, I'm not like, see, I can't see. Oh, I can. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. My whole argument is listen, insurance company. I'm probably going to live a long time out of spite because I'm angry. And you're going to have to pay for it once the curtain version droops down. You may as well just like nip it in the bed, like literal, like give me the money for it now. Cut it off. Nip it in the tuck. (laughs) Oh, I used to love that show, Nip Tuck, by the way. You did love that show. I I loved Nip Tuck. Yeah, yeah. I was like a Nip Tuck person. Did y'all watch that show? It's trash. I'm sure. <laughs> honestly, like, but I really, it was like my, it was like one of my stories. Like, I'd have to watch it on the week. Wait a minute. You say, oh, trash reminded me of Southern Charm. Okay. That's where I wanted to go with this. Yes. Because we were like, okay, fine, you know, election, blah, blah, blah. But we started the episode and you mentioned the real housewives. And I wrote, and <laughs> that, that seems like a million years ago. <laughs> And, um, and, um, is that what it's like to listen to this podcast? We have one, (laughs) we have this one, this one show. We do not watch reality shows save for Southern Charm, Southern Charm or Southern Charms? Charm. Southern Charm. You and the purple hand, purple hand, Southern Charm, Southern Charm. (laughs) Charm. I know it's Sally Field. Mm. Um, we started watching that show because it's set in Charleston and we were curious about it, but I, we didn't, we waited a while. Well, we the reason right that away. we started watching it when we did the, that like two summers ago mm-hmm. is we were, we were doing this project. We were yes. pitching this show, scripted show. It's set in Charleston, South Carolina. Yes. And, 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 um, and I, I had this curiosity. I had only heard. Which, Sorry. Where Jane grew up, uh, if people, if we haven't discussed yeah, I grew up it there. Before, Even though I was born, born in West Virginia, we talk about West Virginia. Born in West Virginia, but I grew, but up, grew up on Sullivan's Island. Yes, in yes. Charles. So, so, I, um, 
I want I ha, I had only ever heard that it was terrible. The show. Yeah, like yes. not even but not even like just terrible in terms of like a trashy reality show, but like people from Charleston were um people from Charleston ha- do not approve of this sort of like packaging like there was it's an yeah. ugly because like you're hanging out at a bar or restaurant and then here comes this dumb camera crew with their big gigantic ring lights yeah and but shit. not even like the not even just sort of like the logistics of it they, they don't, don't like the like, representation the representation right. is not accurate that representation of growing up in charleston is obviously not this this man- is one aspect of it there, I would there, even there argue. Segment, I mean, there are people that like that, but it's the idea that this is like this show is presenting. This is what these people are like in this region. Yes, and 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 since we binged the show and um, we're not like part of the whole evolution of it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, like it's like try, it's like I'm just gonna try cocaine. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like that. And then the next thing you know, like you have a habit. Yeah. Like I'm on message boards. I've listened to podcasts. Like I've gone. You really got in deep. Well, I I just like I then I think what it was, it was I kind of got what people's thing was. It's like, you know what it is? It's like it's new soap operas because it's soap operas that you can interact with and engage with. Like you get to immerse yourself into and kind of like. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's. It's it's in the way that you get involved in that people used to get involved in soap operas and maybe they still do I don't know where you sort of really get invested in the twists and turns of the lives and, yeah. and the characters and everything and what makes it more intense with reality shows is that it's the veneer of reality right and it's they're like, not even this acting is what, this is what these people they're are just like a real- cuckoo cuckoo hi Finally. I know where have you been <laughs> um, think- but but it's but you kind of know it's all bullshit. Like it's all kind of scripted. Sure, it is. You know, but it's with like it's with amateurs. It's not with trained actors, and so yes. there is an element of kind of unpredictability to it in a way where they're they're kind of people who are psychologically vulnerable. Like they're <clears throat> you know they're they're that's the that's the appearance. Like we uh, don't know. We're seeing the finished product. We don't know how actually vulnerable they are. And even watching the fucking, the absolute worst is the reunion shows. Yeah. Andy Cohen sits there and they interview each other like it's all real and all that shit. And it's so annoying because without editing, these people are even more boring. <laughs> right. Here's the problem with Southern Charm. <laughs> There's a lot of problems with it because, yes. yeah, I, you tell your the, problem, but I'm going to go, I have a deep dive I want to go on. But like, go. like I would imagine with a lot of reality shows, uh-huh. the people are uninteresting people they're not smart or funny or likable uh-huh. they are just willing to be on this show and willing to stir up fake drama mm-hmm. and the idea is that you get invested in them what's really funny about southern charm and i don't know if this is part of part and parcel of a lot of reality shows because all these real housewives shows like i know that there are stars that come out of that show yeah like, i know who some of these people i know who bethany frankel yeah, is yeah of course i know who nini well, she's Leakes like an is. entrepreneur yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but i know them from countess luann without having watched the show right i know who these people are 
But what's funny about Southern Charm is that they can't keep people on the show. Well, the ca- the casting is nothing like those other shows. The casting is not even, it never hit it out of the park like those other no, shows. No, it started, they thought they had, when it started out, there was this dude who was this horrible fucking idiot yeah. who was a wealthy Charleston guy who was running for office. He used to be the state treasurer or something of South Carolina. No, that was like he ran for treasurer or ran something treasure. and there was like a cocaine scandal. He did have some he did hold some office though at some point. I thought he just ran He was the treasurer and then he was going to run for senate after he got out of jail. All I know is that he's sort of a laughing stock. He's not somebody that Yeah, is he's a goon. Thomas Ravenel. He's he's a fucking ridiculous. T-Rav. Oh god. But here's the thing about about the so so, so my speaking point, my, of the beginning of Southern Charm. Yes, yes, my point is like the show is sort of it sort of became shaped around him and his circle of these sort of like wealthy you know, whatever they, they wealthy um, Charlestonians, people that come from money, they live the life of the idle rich, you know, and, and he had this relationship with this younger woman. And but that the, was the central but the like, sort of premise of that see, of the beginning of the show or the way it met, it was pitched and how and, and now it's devolved right, 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 right. was that the idea was the eligible, rich, handsome, genteel bachelors. <laughs> of Charleston are so desirable mm-hmm. to women, but they're ungettable because they have this Peter Pan right. complex. Right. And that Which there explains were, the theme song. And that there were more women, more gorgeous women in Charleston. And I think there is like a surplus of gorgeous, eligible women in Charleston. <laughs> no, I think that's like a thing. Like there's a, there's like a, I know, but I love it. If, if this, if like the <laughs> survey said they were gorgeous, <laughs> Well, here's know, the here's the breakdown. You know how, For every man, there are three gorgeous women. You know, how, like when you were single, and your aunt would send you those articles that, like, honey, you should move to Alaska. There's like three eligible bachelors for every. You know what I'm talking about? Like that. You get stuff. Like that? I'm just saying that's like a thing. And then, but like in Charleston, it's apparently the other way around that there's right, right, all right. of these eligible men. Yes. And so they get to run around and be total like. You know, play, dumb, boring play assholes, bo- playboys, or whatever. <laughs> playboys. So as the show evolved, what happens was you saw they were all just a bunch of troubled alcoholics, <laughs> and the women were kind of like, "No, it's not that we want to be with you. We just think you suck. Like there, you're a problem. Right? Like you're like you're a problem. You're embarrassing, and we're smarter. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're better than you. Yeah." And then it sort of like took this whole journey in a way. Mm. I mean, there was an interesting sort of subtext about it. But then like, but then, but then Thomas Ravenel Mm -hmm. got kicked off the show. Yeah. Because. After a few seasons. Because of his um, sexual assault uh, 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 problems. Yeah. He's a piece of shit, this guy. He's like settled (laughs) with like three, two or three women. Yeah. And then, and then the young woman that he took up with, and they have two kids, t- together. two two kids together, and she, she's 
I like her. She's my, kind of my favorite cast she member. She's like Catherine, who's by far the most interesting person on the show. But she's sure. also like 10 or 12 years younger than every single person yeah. on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's had a drug problem through the thing. And she's mm. had, you know, she's gotten in trouble for saying insensitive racist things inadvertently. You know, like she's, mm. she, she's, and then she's hooked up with the Thomas after she knows he's, he, he, he made yeah, her yeah, life yeah. hell, tried to steal the children. And, you know, and she's like, but she's like a real, here's what's likable about her besides her problems. She's a real person who she, is. She does seem like the most real person on the show. Yeah. She's just like, I have these feelings and these are my feelings. You know what? I'm sorry. Maybe not. Re- she seems like the most down to earth person on the show. Somebody that you would actually hang out with and you feel like you could have a conversation Someone that you with. Someone you would actually hang out with who might be problematic and immature. Right. And then you'd be like. But at Catherine's least, immature. But could like, Catherine ex- said this. Can yeah. you fucking believe she said this? And then you would, like, sit her down and you'd be like, Catherine, you can't say that. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. be that way. And then she'd be like, okay, <laughs> you're right. Now, here's the thing about reality shows. This is what drives me crazy. <laughs> I feel like I know these people. Is that, well, that's the thing, is that we watch this, <laughs> It's and it's absolute garbage. Like, Southern Charm Oh, is, it's not a, even a good reality Southern show. Southern Charm is objectively a bad, a bad show. reality show. <laughs> like it's not even like. But you. But the problem is the infuriating thing is you find yourself having an opinion. And oh you yeah. Start to get you start to get you start to express it, and it's like every time it's like, so, wait a minute, this is all bullshit. There have been so many cast members on that show over the years, and I'm like, yeah. she's night. She's a nightmare. She's a narcissist, and you <laughs> should not. And I'm like, I'm like, run away from her. <laughs> run up. Like, are you kidding me with her? Like she's using yeah, you, but it makes me mad like, every time. And then I'll like go and read up on on the people in real life, and Which I'm you like, should not do. Oh, I think they really are bad news. <laughs> you know, like this podcast well, I, I listen to. I think I, you know, not to not to paint people with too broad a brush, but I think if you're if you are signing up to be on one of those shows, mm-hmm. there's something off about you. You say that, but we're in show business and I and and there's a part of me that also feels like For sure. I don't deny that. But it's one but here's the thing to Also to they say, make a good paycheck. You you sure. This is not like small sure. potatoes. If it's a hit though. Those series regulars, they make If like, it's a hit. I don't think it starts like, out where it's like we're going to give you all this No, you're money. right, but also it launches their businesses because it gives them free advertising. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes but them I'm, influencers. But it's such a it's such a it's got to be such an intrusion on their lives. I'm, I'm yeah, not it saying is. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong no, there, it, with there, us for going into sickness. show business. It's a sickness. <laughs> it's a sickness. But it's like at least we get to pretend to be, you know, other things. Right, we get to have a private life. We get to have <laughs> yes, a private life. Yeah. Like that girl Catherine who is my favorite cast member yeah she does like because she got involved in the show when she was 19 or something like or 19 or 20 something like that yeah that she like i don't think she's had a private adult life you know what i'm saying yes so and and then hopefully when this is done like she's very she can have a much like a second chapter you know i hope so man i mean like she's a young mom and it's like she's a young mom and i don't know she struggles but there's a new. I'm sure she's probably. I'm sure she might. I. I don't know. Like I don't know why I like her the most. She's likable. I've just. She's likable. But I've just like. But she has said but immature he, things. She has and but, done immature things. Well, she's immature. She's young. But she's also funny. Like every once in a while, she says something that's like that was genuinely funny and I know. smart. <laughs> but we so we started Good watching point. the new season. 
Which Thank is you. the worst it's season so, so he, far. So, okay. This thing has been on for so long. Early on, I want to say like is this the seventh second. Se- seventh season. I have no idea. I think it's the seventh season. In the second season, yeah. they started losing main cast members. <laughs> yes. And they started rotating in these other people who are like, Oh, this the is one my- cast member we kind of liked and then I, he might be in jail. That got whiskey guy. <laughs> We can't even remember his name. He was he was by default was more likable regular. than some of the other. No, he was the wife. He was the husband of one of the one of the cast members. No, I think it we was would just see a, him every once no, in a while. No, he just had like Sir Metz or something, and they would hang out there. Yeah, but we would see he would every once in a while he'd be like at a party or something. Yeah, but his wife wasn't on it. I mean, she, we would see his wife, but she wasn't a cast member. He was just a friend. Oh, really? He was just a friend to the main Oh, he was just a friend. But okay. then, like, I wanted, I was like, whatever happened? To, I forgot his name. I can't remember his name. I can't remember either. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, he embezzled money, yeah. and his wife left him, and yeah, maybe yeah, he's yeah. in jail, and yeah. he's like, his whole, like, restaurant empire fell. Yeah. He was like, he seemed like he a was normal an alcoholic. sort of, hell fellow, well met, you know, kind of like, every once in a while, you'd see him. He might stir it up a little bit, but on the other hand, he, he was more like always so drunk by the time yes. he well, said they, the shitty stuff. They drink all the time. They drink all the time. But so, by now, they've lost so many of the original people on the show. Yeah, none of the original. Like, honestly. Like, they have to shove in all these new people. Every every season. Yeah, every yeah. season. No one wants to stay on this thing. Nobody. They even, what I love. Nobody. Is, what I love is that this season, they had to stir up a controversy about somebody who's not on the show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, you said this thing about... You know, what's her name was not on the show anymore. Yeah. It really hurt my feelings. Yeah. Who gives a shit? So now they're like, they're creating this storyline <laughs> around this person who left the show. Yeah. And it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> like, it's the laziest. It's the laziest. Uh, it's the laziest. They, it's the laziest. They had nothing because these people are so boring. It's but like then they, they have like that new, they have the new sad dad guy. Yes. This is so, what I want to oh, talk oh, about. Oh, you were going to get to the guy. Okay. This dude. The, he's like he this. looks like he looks like he's easily <laughs> twenty years older than everybody else, but he is dying his hair and beard. The, he's but he's not the same age as Shep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I was watching him, and I'm like, he reminds <laughs> me of somebody. Who is it? I tweeted it, already. and I realized he I reminds like I stole me. Stole your joke? No, you didn't steal. Okay. You gave me credit. Okay. He brought, he reminds me of the actor John Michael Higgins. <laughs> Who's been in a lot of the Christopher Guest movies? He was in Best in Show. He's in A Mighty Wind. He was on that that sitcom Good News. Um, you've you've seen I him just, in a million I, things. I, <laughs> he was the guy in Seinfeld that shaved his head, even though he had a full head of hair. Um, and then Elaine makes him grow his hair back. <laughs> I just want to say they introduce this new character. He's supposed to be again. I think they're trying to get back to their roots about like hot eligible men. But it's never about the men. It's always about the you know. So so they bring this guy. They bring this guy on, and he. I'm not. I don't want to knock him. He he's just not my physical. He's. I I could say physically he's fine. It's he, not, it's, if he know. were on a beer commercial, <laughs> and he could, I wouldn't be surprised. He couldn't. He could be. Yeah. Then I get it. But like he's just not my situation. So I'm kind of like, okay, he's just sort of like a... Yeah. If you were on a Moosehead beer commercial from 1985, I wouldn't and be surprised. Honestly, maybe he was because we don't yeah, know how old he is. So anyway, so, so but what is so funny about them bringing this supposed, supposed eligible bachelor on is the poor guy is 
getting on his feet <laughs> after <laughs> a traumatic divorce yeah. where he now lives 3,000 miles away from his small children who he clearly loves and has mentioned every time he's been on the, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on which uh, one great, great, yeah. you know, great. But he's like grieving, obviously. But here's the thing. OK, so he talks a lot about his music. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Oh, wait. But <laughs> really. Sad he, the saddest one. Okay, wait. But really, he trades commodities. Okay, wait. What was the funniest part he's in like, the last. like, why do you have to be in Charleston? Be near your fucking kids. Well, his you family can... isn't. He's from, he's grew up. So what? But he needs a support system. And he wasn't like, he said he wasn't. Listen, he probably wants to bring the kid. I mean. I'm sure he does. We're getting into this like here's we know the thing, these people. Here's the thing that was funny in the last episode, though, was because. Um, he, so in the first episode, which Paul didn't watch, but I don't worry, I told him every detail about it. <laughs> to be fair, I asked. <laughs> he was giving his whole story, like his whole mm. life story. And so he showed everyone around his little like sad dad pad. Uh, and he does have a like bunk beds for the boys when they come, and he has, they always have bunk beds. For the boys. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? But he's on Sullivan's Island, which, by the way, y'all, by the way, that's where I grew up. That's where I grew up. It used to be this like jungly hippy dippy. Oh, and by the way, you need to sign this petition because they're trying to sh- fucking cut down the maritime forest. These fucking greedy motherfuckers. What? All right, that's a whole other situation. Ugh. That might go up on our Twitter because I want y'all to sign that. Do they want to put up fucking McMansions there? I I, I don't even Ugh. I can't even deal. So it used to be kind of it used to be like if you lived in Charleston, if you lived on the Barrier Islands, that was less cool because you were like far out yeah you were like, like downtown you were yeah like you city, were like yeah. in a suburb or something now if you don't live on one of the barriers like like it's only rich it's like the richest like my family doesn't live there like there's no like yeah. no a lot of my family friends that i grew up with don't cannot live there anymore like you they it's just like mm-hmm. a thing so it's a totally different place so to live there you need a lot of money now like when i grew up there like I think my mom and stepdad rented a that like a fucking four bedroom, three bathroom, giant beach house for four hundred dollars a month. Was that the blue house? <laughs> the blue house. The blue house. So, which is not blue anymore. But like, I'm just saying, like, it was just like you would just rent there. You could rent a giant. I'm talking like two, like almost three thousand square foot, yeah. two story wraparound porch. I mean, but like there were issues. Like there were like maybe roaches and like but it was great because like you were by the like you could hear the beach at night Mm -hmm. and the wind would blow and it would blow through the floorboards (laughs) or something you know (laughs) like oh the french doors like the french there was like no insulation and the wind and the floorboard but now it's like mcmansion land and it's a different situation yeah and but he's renting this he showed people around i'm sure he pays through the nose because it's near the beach Mm mm-hmm but it it was a little depressing. Like, do you think the show set him up in that place? No, because he's. You think a he new. actually lives there? I think no, because I don't think he's got the status as a cast member on that show to negotiate something like that. <laughs> well, but I don't. I don't think it's about negotiation so much as like the show needs him to be on it. They need people. Well, you didn't see his place, and they did not set him up in that I place. Think, good point. It was like fair enough. 
I mean, it was like it was like a it was like a fishing cabin. I mean, like you know what I'm saying? Like there was like. This like, sounds like heaven. <laughs> I mean, I actually think it probably is heaven. Mm. I'm sure it is heaven, and I'm not trying to knock this in any way. But what I'm trying to explain is that this guy is trying to start a new chapter in his life. And what better way to do it than on a reality show? I'm sure. But so, so, and then, so on the latest episode. I did this for you, kids. So on the latest episode, though, that someone asked him about if he had a nice suit. And then he said he lost it in the divorce. He lost it in the divorce. So, like, I guess he got clean. His clock got cleaned. And um, he wouldn't say any. He wouldn't say a bad word about his ex. But then the saddest thing Very happened. Very gallant. The, yes. the saddest thing happened besides his music stuff, which was <laughs> Catherine, who is in love with her children, was making small talk with him at this party, and she was like, "Oh, my little girl is in acting class," and like just beaming with how you would talk about like a your. Ch- ch- toddler and she's like and she goes she goes oh my little girl's in acting class it's so you know whatever and then he goes yeah (laughs) this is is so wrong if this gets out on the internet i feel like a dick but these people put their lives on on display so okay so he get he goes yeah i went to acting school and then i decided to focus on my music but now I'm a commodities trader. <laughs> like, with total. <laughs> I mean, like, the subtext was like Willie Loman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the subtext was like, I might kill myself. Yeah. To, like, like, how did I end up? Like, this guy, like, has clearly gone through something. A couple things. <laughs> Like, if you're saying, yeah, I tried acting school, but then I focus on my music. Now I'm in commodities. It's like, okay. <laughs> that's a one-two. That's a one-two punch. <laughs> because usually it's like, yeah, I tried that, and now I just have a regular job. But it's like, he had another <laughs> pipe dream in between. Listen, I'm not laughing at somebody's dreams being shattered because my dreams have still never come true fully. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I can say this, I think, because I'm not like, well, it never, what did it, the, but, dream, the dream never ends is what, the thing. But sure. But if I had two kids, I might. Okay. Right. And so I get it. But here's the deal. Hey, we still might be on a reality show. Who knows? <laughs> I Honestly. This is a really this pod, podcast is a reality Old show. Old couples of Hollywood, <laughs> middle aged, middle aged, middle aged. Well, I'm saying by the time they developed okay. that show, yeah. <laughs> so, so my point was like it wasn't small talk. Like, like I went, I studied uh, to be a circus. It's yeah. it's funny. No one knows this about me, but. I did trapeze for 10 years yeah. before I went in, before I started my own business. But it exactly. was like that. It was like, I went to, it was, it was like wistful and there was longing, but he didn't know it was there. I, yes, because he didn't deliver it wistfully. He delivered it very matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact. Matter of fact. So it's like it, he made his peace with it. Apparently, but he didn't make his peace with it enough to not bring it up. That's exactly when right. Nobody needed when, it brought when up. When her little girl was doing. Yeah. Because I would have been like, when's the play and can they come? Because <laughs> what is your point? Like, oh, I have a lot in common with your toddler. 
<laughs> we should hang out. I think he was trying to. I think he. I think he. He's in a place. This is my assessment of of what's his name. Okay, you give yours, and I'll give mine. We can't remember his name. <laughs> I think I remember his name, but I want to call him the Be- other Beardon? the actor guy, John Michael Higgins. Yeah. Well, and then I had an. A le- I had a. I had a politically incorrect assessment of what I was going to call him off microphone. I don't remember, but let's leave that there. Yes. Yes. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so it's it, uh, now I feel like I'm fine with it. Do we have to say it? No, I think it's better. You're okay. Okay. It's not, but I don't want I think it's to, politically incorrect. I, I know what you mean. But I'm afraid people are going to think like a far worse thing than you even said. No, I think it's better left unsaid. All right. Because there's going to be one person out there that's like, whatever. (laughs) But it's not. This is stuff. Now we've talked about it a lot. (laughs) I he looks like an actor who's a little person, but he himself is not. Yes, he looks like Peter Dinklage. But he's not the same height. Yes, exactly. But he's but he's not the same height. In case you're thinking, he doesn't have. Is it dwarfism? I think so. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand the political correct way to talk about I this. I totally ab- yes. And now I've said it on the thing. Yes, he looks like a famous. Come at person. me, y'all. He looks come like at a, me. He looks I like don't a, know how to talk. <laughs> don't about come this. at her. Leave leave Brittany alone. <laughs> he looks like a famous little person if they were not a little person. Is little person even okay? Yes. All right. Fine. You would think it wasn't. But that's the that's the preference. What I what I'm saying is he the his face ha- is like that chiseled bearded. He just resembled him yes. to me. Yes. Do you know who else looks like Peter Dinklage is Ben Gibbard, the lead singer of Death Cab for Cutie? I don't. When he has a beard, I think they I think they resemble well, each other. There you go. My point is that he is probably not emotionally ready to be on this reality show. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> However, he came back. He's lost. He's lost because he had a family and now he doesn't have the family. Mm-hmm. And he went back to Charleston to get in touch with his roots mm-hmm. and be closer to more immediate family. And we don't know his situation. Like he may have an ill ailing parent or something. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, okay. He didn't mention it, but you know, he, we, he certainly mentioned everything else. <laughs> he mentioned a lot, <laughs> but also, you know, we just don't know. So he's back there and he's gotten on this reality show because he's like, I'm fucking lost. I don't have a wife. My kids live far away, except when I get to see them on the agreed times. Mm -hmm. I'm a commodities trader. (laughs) And yet I studied acting. Maybe he'll get back. And maybe this scratches an itch in a way of his. He's still on the music trip, though. He's got the music trip in Charleston may have more. Of a smaller city opportunity for him. Perhaps. In that Perhaps. realm. Okay. But also, you know, I'm just saying like, when you come on a reality show, you got to come out. You got to bust through. You're busting through the wall. You're coming out on the red carpet. Here's the thing. I feel bad now about my uh, comparison of him 
to that to the actor on Game of Thrones. Like, he does kind of look like him. I know, but that's I feel not, I feel like bad. I'm not talking about it the right way, or I'm not like I think you're approaching I think you're it. overthinking it. I he does look like him. <laughs> he does look like him, kind of. But now it's not but, crazy to say okay, that. Okay, all right. Yeah, you're fine. I think you were just being overly cautious about it. People look. People I'll post pictures. People can make their own minds up. Are you going to do a side by side, a pick stitch? I won't do. A, I won't do a pick stitch. <laughs> it's funny to say it out loud. <laughs> I will not do a side by side. I'll post a picture of the guy and then people can decide for themselves. What I really wish is that we could post him saying, yeah, I used to study. I mean, I went to acting school and then I went to the <laughs> into music. And, and then, then I got into my music and now I'm a commodities trader. Now I trade commodities. It's commodity. still so funny. <laughs> It's so I'm not laughing funny at this person. This person has pain, and I, I, I don't know, but it's he put himself on display. Every, everybody has fucking pain. He put himself on display. Yes. Like, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's, look. He's on a soap opera, and it's one yes, of my stories. Exactly. It's one of my stories. And somehow it's one of mine, too. Also, Catherine, head and shoulders, has the most interesting style of any human Absolutely. on that show. She has a, she has a definitive and, I think uh, outrageous, cool and interesting style. Yes, like outrageous. I think outrageous is going too far. I think she's fashionable. I think she, but she is a little over the top sometimes, like with the hair and the lashes and the. I think when it's, I think now when it's called for, she knows. Look, we're getting too minute about these people. Judge for yourselves. You can watch. We're we're getting to the wrap up time. <laughs> we've. <laughs> I think we've given you. More than enough to go on for Southern Charm. Make up your own mind. There, I want to talk about Southern Charm on later episodes, though, because I feel like we should go on the... Because there's, it, there's I more. I wouldn't be surprised if it came up again. Yeah, there's more. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. All right. Do you have any recommendations yes. for this week? What do you have? I do. I watched this documentary on HBO Max. I apologize if you don't have HBO Max, but please borrow somebody's login or something. <laughs> um called 537 votes and it is a deep dive into the events that led to the Florida recounts in the 2000 presidential election. I don't know if they dropped this documentary specifically on this time, on this week, Mm -hmm. but I have to tell you, first of all, I lived through the recounts and I learned a lot because mm. I did not understand the entire connection with like Miami politics. And I just didn't understand it. I, and like some of the people in the documentary, whether some of the people in the documentary are told like, well, did you know that so-and-so worked for so the person that, yeah. and they were like, what? And these are people that were like on the ground at the time mm-hmm. that were fighting the fight. They were fighting the ground fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was just a very well done and not a somber documentary. Like it was like one of those documentaries where it's like it had like an upbeat pace and it just like I don't know. Like it's a it was a great thing to watch as we were um, awaiting these returns to get called by the news networks. Yeah. Which they may have been called while we were on here, but I don't think they have been. Or I think my phone would have blown up. But <laughs> um, they're kind of waiting. Pennsylvania's 
waiting. Yeah. Anyway, I recommend the documentary 537 Votes because um, it's just like it's just the perfect companion to what we're experiencing right now. Yes, and also to see if we have learned anything. Also to see, you know how people are like, so after this election, they're like, I can't believe so many people voted for him. Like we're so divided <laughs> or whatever. Just look at the 2000 election. Like, yeah, like this has been years in the making. Yeah. And I think it's useful to know your history. Absolutely. Yes. Because then you don't get taken off guard. Yeah. By these things that are going on. And you kind of know like, oh, okay, this is human nature. This is how this country, this is in the DNA of this country. And just keep a level head. Yeah. Keep fighting the good fight and keep a level head and don't get sucked into all this uh, energy draining rhetoric like I do. (laughs) (laughs) My recommendations are, I'm just, I can't, I feel like I had something and I forgot it really yeah but I'm, i will do some plugs um friday the 13th of november i'm doing an improv show with mark evan jackson mr mm. jackson and mr tompkins wonderful mark and i um mark, you know mark evan jackson from uh he good plays place kevin cosner on uh brooklyn 99 he oh. plays sean on the good place you've seen him in a million things he's on babysitter's club he's the new baby he's my buddy from the thrilling adventure hour and we do a show where we put on tuxedos and we do a two gentlemen improv show that Which is friday done the 13th to, like you y'all should google some of these reviews that they've gotten when they've done it um, we've gotten some nice reviews anyway but, so anyway all your shows are on zoom i should say yes of course they're streaming yes. okay yeah yeah from okay. here on out all shows are until, until further notice um so that's friday the 13th um that'll be 5 p.m pacific then sunday november 15th i'm very excited about this uh there was a show called dr cat's professional therapist mm-hmm. starring jonathan katz is in the early days of comedy central mm-hmm. It's a great, beloved show. I loved it. I got to guest on it a couple times. And then since then, every once in a while, there's been a live event. There's another one coming up. Jonathan Katz was nice enough to invite me again. Uh, Sunday the 15th, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific. Um, I'm going to be on that show with uh, Oscar Nunez, Bob Saget, Susie Essman, Andy (laughs) Kindler, John Hamm, and Laura Silverman. As the doctor's receptionist, and, and like Jonathan Katz is like he's kind of like a legendary. He's, he's like so a beloved. He's like a beloved comedy yeah. writer, performer. Yeah, kind he's, of. He's one of the funniest people that's ever lived. He's and, like a. He's like a beloved. Yes, and Doctor Katz is such a great show, and so I'm thrilled to be doing that. Yeah. Um, and then Monday, December seventh, of course, I will be back with. Lauren Lapkus doing Lapkus and Tompkins present yes. Christmas in December. <laughs> DynastyTypewriter.com, 5 p.m. Pacific. All the tickets are available at PaulFTompkins.com slash live. Man, that's a lot. And you can't remember your recommendations? I can't, but that's fine. It'll it keep. is? It'll keep. It'll keep. We are Stay F. Homekins on Instagram and Twitter. StayFHomekins at gmail.com if you want to write to us. Yes. We love hearing from you. We love posting pictures. We love. We check uh, it all out. We don't get. We don't really we check get, it all out. get to respond to everything, but we take it in. Yes, that we makes do. Sense. And we appreciate you listening. Uh, we will be back next week. Looks like we'll be back next week. By the way, guys, good job on that democracy thing. Yes. 
let's. This is what. Show me what democracy looks like. like. This, this is, is what, what democracy, democracy looks like. like. Let's make it better. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll be back next week. Until then. Reduce the friction. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stay, Stay safe. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, also, I just also wanted to mention kinshipgoods.com. Yes. They have our official podcast merch. I'm currently wearing my new favorite sweatshirt, which is our y'all. So excited about this sweatshirt. This sweatshirt's awesome. This is the best sweatshirt I've ever put on my body. You're awesome, and you're the best person I've ever put on my body. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be back but next I, week. Wait, I want to, but I'm supposed oh to. Oh, my God. Well, I, have to, I, I can't forget. They ran out of the weekend water mugs. Yes. And I'm supposed to let you guys know oh, okay. that there are more forthcoming and to remain patient and just keep visiting Kinship Goods. Yes. Um, and also, they have just a lot of other really cool merch. I'm not saying this because they're our collaboration partners. I'm not saying this because I'm in all of their merch. <laughs> and we'd Their make, stuff is great. Great. Go yes. go poke around on their site and see. There's a lot of great gift ideas. All right. We'll be back next week. Until then, stay, stay safe, safe, stay, stay sane, sane, and, and stay, stay home. home. Unless you're Donald Trump.